Hello, it's the Brian Hornback Experience. This is episode 135, and we have a candidate running for uh, office in the city of Knoxville 2023. We have none other than Jeff Tallman, candidate for mayor of Knoxville. Jeff, how are you? I am having more fun, Brian, than I've ever had in my life. People in this uh, city are so good. Absolutely. And, uh, thoughtful conversation about uh, people who love their city, love their country, salute the flag and uh, our volunteers to the to the core so uh, we're deputizing people to saddle up and ride with us that's right you've been uh we're, we're doing this on the eve of the, well we're doing this on august the 8th which is the which is the eve before uh early vote it's going to start on august the 9th runs through august the 24th uh and uh election day is, a primary election is on the 29th of august so uh You've been out knocking on doors. Um, how how's the reception been uh, as you've been out knocking on doors? Uh, it's it's been great. You know, people uh, they they understand that a lot of the outrage that we have to uh, uh, suffer through in this in this country and in our community is just totally manufactured. Uh, people are ready to be happy. Uh, people understand that uh, being a volunteer is a real deal. And, uh, you know, we're, we're upbeat with our message with our city, uh, but uh, we're talking about things that people want to want to talk about, like safety and security, uh, a future that's uh, that's worthy of their children inheriting um, um, uh, good, good jobs, uh, their tax increase. Uh, I just uh, left a uh, uh, an, an older couple of modest means and uh, uh, the tax increase, uh, it strangles them and they've got nowhere to run. Yep. And uh, the um, uh, our our city is basically uh, the, uh, the the local uh, franchise of uh, Biden Incorporated, and we've got tax and spend policies. We've got a, an inability to differentiate between gotas and wannas, and uh, so the uh, you know people of of relatively modest uh, circumstances, uh, um, you, you know, uh, you know, I I care about uh, their their ability to afford stuff i know what how much stuff costs and i know how hard people have to work to afford what stuff costs so uh, that's what we're talking about i want people right. to, to keep as much money in their pocket as they possibly can because if you think about it tax freedom day is is really a big deal uh, because any part of the year any day after that is when they get a chance to pursue their dreams they can go fishing uh, they can uh, work harder, uh, put more money away. They can invest, start business. They can take time off to go write a novel. They can take time off to have a family. That's that's where human freedom takes place uh, in, in time after Tax Freedom Day. So uh, I recognize it. I honor it. And uh, people are resonating because that's their life. Right. Well, let's introduce folks that don't know uh, who Jeff Tallman is. You've, you've been in this community for... Uh, all your life, more or less, you've uh, you've been civically engaged for over three decades. You've raised your family here. You and your your beautiful wife Jennifer uh, still live in the Fourth and Gill area. Uh, you've been uh, a uh, a mortgage guy. What else do people need to know about Jeff Tallman before we talk about the three things which are unity, safety, and prosperity? But kind of introduce folks to Jeff Tallman. Well, uh, thank you, Brian. It's uh, you know. <laughs> 
curious guy. I'm interested in people. I'm interested in stories. I'm interested in history. Uh, I'm, I'm, the older I get, the more I appreciate. I just have to fetch myself that we get a chance to wake up with the sun rising over Mount Macon mm. and with a, with a temperate rainforest in our midst and, and great rivers, uh, more, more, more botanical variety in the Smokies uh, than in uh, hardly any other part of the world. Uh, we are blessed with a, a bounty from God that's just almost hard to believe. People will work 50 weeks a year so they can drive all day and hang their head out the window looking at geography. We take for granted every day. So uh, I grew up in Ashland, North Carolina. I came to Knoxville, and then I moved away and moved back. And, and so uh, I guess I'm a Knoxvillian now, though, but I, I hear I hear you've got to die here to be a local. <laughs> but, uh, well... Uh, 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 you know, I've been a Rotarian for 27 years, and, and Rotary is awesome. We've got one of the great Rotary districts in the world. Uh, Rotary is uh, the, the very essence of uh, civil society, what I call the small platoons of, uh, of, of civil society. Uh, in some ways, I think the Constitution was, was perfect for people like us in Tennessee. We like limited government, uh, and then but we filled the breach. Uh, of need of people in the community with platoons of civil society, scout troops, uh, faith communities, Rotary clubs, uh, et, et cetera. That's, that's what the volunteer spirit is all about. And I love the volunteer spirit. I graduated of the University of Tennessee, and I'm volunteered to the bone. And so uh, in some ways, uh, uh, I'm not interested in what they do on the West Coast. I'm not interested in what they do in New York. Uh, I'm not interested in what they do in Washington, D.C., other than the fact that almost every decision that can be made there makes life harder and more complicated for everybody. So uh, I am civically involved. I come from a family of people who are community leaders, and uh, and I'm more civically interested than political. Uh, but, you know, there's a uh, at the end of the day, politics is how human beings uh, resolve their business. So uh, it's an honorable thing. Uh, and I'm approaching this from a from a standpoint of assuming the best about my neighbors, uh, even people who I disagree with. Uh, I, want, I think I think people are hungry for the temperature to be turned down a, a little bit, and so that we have a little bit more civility. It doesn't mean that we uh, that we not talk about uh, a serious subject matter, but uh, but people want to do so in a in a way that's more civil. So I'm doing that. I recently in October uh, November of last year was uh, inducted into the Southeastern Appalachian Whitewater Hall of Fame uh, because of my advocacy and, and film work, uh, photography work with uh, some good people in East Tennessee. Uh, we were uh, challenging champion papers uh, permitting and uh, uh, they, they had essentially uh, polluted the Pigeon River, treated it like an industrial sewer for better part of a century. And so we've made some headway on that. And interestingly enough, the Pigeon is now the most rapid river in the United States, which is pretty interesting. And the river's come a long way in terms of repairing itself. And uh, you know, there's a uh, the river community is a uh, supports a uh, seasonal employment for 500 hardworking Tennesseans in a uh, otherwise fairly fragile rural East Tennessee uh, county. So uh, I'm an advocate at heart, and uh, um, I've got a nose for for for, for BS. And uh, I'm not afraid to, to, to challenge anybody, and, and I'm pretty independent. Uh, anybody who knows me uh, will, will can verify that. And uh, so in some ways, uh, 
I'm not an easy I'm not an easy person to categorize. To tell you the truth, I'm I'm an urbanite. I love the city, and I've been beating the drum for the revitalization of downtown Knoxville since before uh, a lot of the community leaders uh, hit puberty. So, uh, you know, as I've told people, it's uh, uh, only in Knoxville can it be an early moving uh, early mover in a late blooming town. So, uh, uh, and we're starting to get there, but we've got a long way to go. In some ways, I think Knoxville is a it can it sometimes be a cheap drunk of self-congratulations about the progress we've made. And, yeah, we've made a lot of progress, but it's no time to, to ease up. We've got an awful lot of, of opportunity in front of us, and uh, I'm excited. That's one of the things that motivated me to jump into this race. Uh, I see uh, the Knox was on the verge of a golden age, and there's great leadership. There's great opportunities. There's committed, serious, serious people in our city that uh, that we can do some great things with to expand uh, our, our, uh, our our physical understanding of our city, our, our, our sort of mental mapping of, of our, and to create some prosperity for the community as a whole and for individuals and households. So uh, stand by. There's good stuff. You know, and I'll, you know hopefully uh, we'll have a chance to talk about some of those opportunities. But in general, uh, I, you know, uh, I, I tell people my my genetic disability is I see opportunity everywhere I look. Right. Well, your uh, your campaign themes are, are based on the three things, and the first one is unity. Um, it seems like uh, Knoxville uh, sometimes is more defined by uh, where we disagree with one another, not unity. Is is that what is that what the unity means in in a Jeff Tallman uh, campaign and a Jeff Tallman a um, uh, leadership as mayor of Knoxville? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I don't think we have the luxury of, of not uh, uh, unifying as much as possible. Uh, you know, I, I, I think, for example, um, um, you know, one of the things I want to work with our, our county government uh, in every way possible, uh, I want to work with uh, governments in, a, in adjacent uh, uh, counties as much as possible. Uh, I want to work with state government as much as possible. My campaign co-chair is State Senator Becky Massey. She's chair of the uh, Senate Transportation Committee. Um, and, uh, you know, you look at the traffic, you look at the uh, pressure on uh, on infrastructure in this community, we, we've got to work together. And, and uh, you know, uh, for example, working with uh, the, the county government, um, uh, you know, for example, uh, the county owns the old Sears building, uh, now called, uh, I think, uh, Knox Central or something. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a, anyway, it's, yep. a, you know, it's a hodgepodge of storage. It's not highest and best use. And I know Mayor Jacobs um, uh, wants to uh, get that off, uh, get that back into, you know, a higher and better use before his term ends. And I'm right there with him. That can be, just imagine, you, you uh, look at all the parcels there. You talk about an eight-acre opportunity for mixed-use development, residential great commercial. I mean, that's a zip code transform, a transforming uh, sort of a project. And, uh, uh, you know, I want to work hand in glove with the mayor. I'm, I'm very fond of the mayor. I know, uh, I think the mayor, uh, you know, is polite at ribbon cuttings with the mayor, but uh, I know for a fact her, her uh, you know, her, her, her left flank, they just think of him as an idiot wrestler. And, and I don't think of him that way. I think he's a really smart guy. And, uh, and I'm, you know, honored to have a chance to work with him to make uh, our, our, our city and county a better place. So, um, 
you know, I want to work with the, uh, uh, with the, uh, uh, with, with state government. I mean, uh, you know, if you look structurally, uh, uh, the, the uh, legislature is pretty powerful. And so, uh, you know, we, we, we want to work with them, not against them. It's one of the things that's so interesting to me that the, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, Gloria Johnson, uh, who I'm friendly with and, and the, uh, the other two most famous people in the world, you know, that they they would try to build their own political capital expense of the institution. They're they're sworn to uphold. I don't. I, that's not. Those are not my manners. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm here to try to to bridge differences to find the things that we agree upon. And unfortunately, in the world we're living, there's a there's a growth industry of people who basically focus on the things that divide us. Uh-uh, I, I've got a major problem with it, and I'm going to call it out. So, uh, uh, we're, you know, we're going to have uh, we're going to focus on the things we have in common, our interest in, in pride of our community, safety, the ability to make a living, and the ability to keep as much money as you as you earn in your pocket. So, uh, yeah, unity. Now, I'll tell you this as well, Brian. Uh, I, I, I'm over a lot of the uh, the racial narratives in this community. We labored under a lie in Knoxville that we've got a majority-minority uh, city council district, for example. It hasn't been majority-minority for, for two terms. Now, I, you know, I say that because I think we it's a really serious discussion that we need to redefine communities of interest beyond purely looking at the world through the prism of race. That is that is loser thing in my mind. I, in fact, I would challenge anybody to find a city, uh, a community, a state where, where, where people's interests were furthered uh, and that uh, life was made better for anybody by, by uh, basically fracturing the community along racial lines. I challenge anybody to do that. And I really, I love East Knoxville. I love South Knoxville, Northwest. Uh, uh, and we want everybody to feel like they have pride of place in this community. There's a real hunger out there to get to a different place. A lot of the racial outrage is, is purely manufactured. And it, it, harms, uh, it harms the poorest people in our community the worst. You take Jackie's dream over here on Woodland Avenue, you know, a black businesswoman, she doesn't care what color her customers are. She's trying to be viable as a business. Come on, guys. I don't care what color my quarterback is at the University of Tennessee. As long as he's uh, orange, that's the only color I see. Uh, I recently got a historic marker uh, at uh, Speedway Circle in Burlington. Burlington's an important community we need to pay attention to. And I want to see it thrive. Uh, but it, it'll thrive only if we make sure that everybody knows it's a safe place to be and that it's a, a place where people can be pr- proud of their community. The historic marker we made possible was uh, to recognize Cal Johnson and uh, so I get Speedway's Circle, which is, I think, <laughs> maybe the arguably the most interesting street in Knoxville. It was a, it's a perfect half-mile oval. It's where the, uh, uh, the uh, former slave, Cal Johnson, uh, he was a horse fancier. It's where he raised mm-hmm. his horses. Yep. Uh, he became a uh, a millionaire, a, a wealthy black man in in, uh, in the South. Pretty remarkable. Um, saloons, philanthropist, and it's where uh, the first airplane landed in Knoxville in 1916. So, uh, you know, it, I think, for example, we tippy-toe around uh, the situation with Knoxville College, where we recently had a fire, where we had our hardworking frontline safety personnel have to go in and put the fire down, and then uh, lo and behold, they found two decomposing bodies in an adjacent building. Well, we just had a groundbreaking last Thursday at Western Heights. We're about to drop a quarter of a billion dollars into a brand new neighborhood, 
and you know, and if I'm getting a key to the brand new housing unit uh, in that neighborhood, I'm going to be a little troubled by the 40 acres of dereliction at at the uh, the rotting carcass, which is Knoxville College. And unfortunately, we tippy-toe around that because we don't want to talk about it. In Knoxville, people told me, Tom, you know, you don't want to talk about that. No, we're going to talk about it because if we can help the, the college be successful, we'd like to help them be successful. But what, what's there now is not flattering for anybody. You've got Mechanicsville Commons, an important neighborhood uh, right there on University across the street from Mechanicsville for Maynard School. And, uh, you know, these are hardworking men and women, mostly black, are trying to build a neighborhood. And equity, equity, have you heard equity talked about lately? Yeah, equity in their homes. And they labor to do so based upon you've got a rotting carcass of 40 acres of dereliction. I think it's a big problem. And, uh, and, and, and nobody wants to talk about it. And, and yet I'm going to talk about it because we want the college to be successful or figure something out. And uh, there's a real lack of unanimity at the college. So some people think that there's just going to be, uh, you know, a huge Oprah Winfrey check fall out of the sky. Well, that ain't going to happen. And so, you know, we can't have our frontline safety people uh, put at risk to go into a building that may collapse and then we wring our hands and say, gosh, if we'd only known. Well, it's known and knowable right now, so we've got to do something about it. So, uh, uh, you know, those are some things right there. The McClung Warehouse site's an opportunity to, to build uh, uh, a neighborhood. The city owns that, paid millions for it, five acres. Did it. It's done absolutely nothing with it. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it, you know. I, I'd be excited to, to move forward on that project in uh, west end of Jackson Avenue. Um, uh, just down the street, uh, just a couple of blocks from your mixed-use, uh, multi-use stadium that helps expand the, the uh, growing frontier of uh, how we perceive our city. Um, uh, yeah, uh, unity, brother, unity. Yep. Uh, let's talk about safety. Uh, you know, you say that uh, government's first responsibility is to protect its citizens. What have you learned about um, the culture um and the operation of KPD in particular, uh, how the uh, Paul Noel, the uh, the police chief, uh, was selected, uh, and just the total. I mean, Grant, you're not you're not in there to know the the complete details because you're not mayor yet. But uh, what's your thoughts on uh, KPD uh, today, and what you've learned so far, and and what you think uh, we will happen with a Jeff Tallman um, administration for the city of Knoxville? Well, let me just state right up front, my first commitment is to make Knoxville Police Department the uh, the standard nationally for a great law enforcement agency. So that's, that, that's, uh, that, that's, that's absolute. There's no negotiation there. Now, let's back up a little bit in terms of uh, Chief Noel's hiring. Uh, he was hired because of uh, of the previous chief, Chief Thomas, lovely person, but she was hired for the wrong reason. She was hired for genitalia and rather than because she was going to be a great leader. And, and that's no fault of hers. In fact, I, I think it's, she was set up to fail. And, and so that's really harmful. And so, uh, you know, I think uh, uh, Chief Noel, I've, I've got a good relationship with him. Um, uh, but there's, there's real morale issues at KPD. They think they're they feel like they're treated like a bunch of broken toys, and mm. and uh, at some point, you know, uh, you know, um, you you can be um, you you can be that 
you can be just as miserable doing something else as being uh, uh, underappreciated at, uh, you know, uh, at KPD. Now, I, I, you know, it's a work in progress. There is there are real, some real morale issues there uh, in terms of uh, the chief's hiring. Uh, I think the mayor missed a real opportunity. You know, she wanted to do it in a more subdued way. I think uh, reality is she, uh, well, let's put it this way. The, there's a buyer's market on, on uh, peace officers around the United States. If you look at what's going on with cities around the country, many of them uh, governed as progressives, you know, capital P, progressive. Well, the, you know, a lot of these cities absolutely are contemptful of, of law enforcement. Um, uh, to see what happened to the uh, black female chief of police in Seattle, Washington, is disgraceful. Now, Seattle, formerly one of the great cities in the world, uh, now you can't even, uh, the post office doesn't even deliver mail to an entire zip code in, in, uh, in Seattle because of threats of violence to the, uh, to the letter carriers and theft of what's left on the, uh, on, the, uh, on the front porch. My hometown of Asheville, North Carolina, they've got an armed robbery epidemic. Uh, their Juneteenth celebration had to be uh, uh, suspended because, you know, some prick kids start shooting the place up. Mm. I mean, come on. Right. Safety is job one. So what the mayor did not do when she uh, was went out to replace, well, one, apparently she was dead set on not looking internally, which I think is a problem. And the other thing is that she didn't go loud and proud to let the country know that Knoxville is a great place to live. We honor peace officers and we've got a great police department. Instead, it was very sort of uh, bureaucratically controlled. I had to had to engage a third party. We had to do it uh, roundabout. I just I, I just don't see the need for that. And uh, you know I, I, that's before you get into the the whole the whole issue with uh, with the Sentinel and their their lawsuit and and so on and so forth. I just tend to have a different view. I tend to uh, have. Uh, uh, I've had the pleasure of working with great business leaders over the course of my lifetime. So I've got a sense of what uh, great leadership looks like, and I'm prepared to lead in Knoxville. And that sometimes means you just make a decision and you do it publicly and you own it rather than trying to dance around everything. And frankly, I think that's, that's what the mayor has, has done. And, uh, and she missed up an opportunity, first and foremost, to let the world know what a great city and what a great police department we have in Knoxville. But we've got work to do, and I will say this about the chief or me or, me or mayor or anybody, the, the agency is bigger than any one person. You know, it's got to be something that, that's got to be a great culture and uh, where people are proud of what they do. Uh, law enforcement doesn't get into that business for, for, for money. You do it because, you know, you, there's a calling. And right now the business plan for being in law enforcement is a losing business plan because, uh, in fact, our, you know, it's an interesting uh, – at the uh, League of Women Voters uh, Forum the other night, the mayor said that she was proud of, of having, uh, uh, you know, cameras for uh, for the police department. Well, I, nobody has a problem with cameras, but that's not the issue. Cameras are the are the shadow uh, of the object, not the object themselves. You want people to to be trusted, and you want police officers to know to know that the leadership has their back. I mean, think about this: the sheer variety and volume of human interaction that police officers have to deal with. And then if, if, if they don't feel like leadership has their back, they essentially, they withdraw from full, full policing, full, uh, full engagement because they're, they're, they're fearful that if they do something wrong, that, uh, that, uh, they're going to have the life run by leadership that doesn't have their back. And I got a problem with that. 
Uh, I've lived in, I spent three years in New York City, and I was there during the transition from one administration that, that did not have the, the uh, uh, did, not, did not provide full support of law enforcement to one that did. I tell you, leadership matters. And right now we've got a, a, a uh, the rules of engagement in Knoxville are not healthy. Take this, uh, this firework melee that took place on Texas Avenue in the evening of uh, 4th of July. Uh, you know, it sounds, oh, 4th of July sounds like an innocent thing, probably sparklers with the kids. No, 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 no. This, this was a full war. These are, these are kids who basically, uh, you know, again, loving it, living in subsidized housing who load up their trunks of their car with sophisticated, expensive fireworks. They get involved in a paintball battle. They're shooting passersby. Uh, they cause a two-vehicle accident with injury. It took 25 police officers to put that down. Now think about that. Mm-hmm. Public housing, you're terrorizing the, uh, the the older residents of the neighborhood. You run the risk of burning down the precious public housing the citizens have provided, and uh, you know, and there are no consequences. They did it last year, the year before. Uh, they ain't going to do it next year. Let's put it that way. So you know, that's how you that's how you let people know what's expected for uh, for for. Uh, uh, for, for, for how people conduct themselves in the city. So, yeah, law enforcement's a big deal. Yep. And then lastly, uh, you have unity, safety, and the last one is prosperity. So talk about prosperity and, and how that uh, how that translates into Jeff Tallman, uh, city mayor, and, and Knoxville. Yeah, well, let's just take one example here. Uh, we've got the uh, governor of the state of Tennessee has announced $50 million for leadership in, uh, in, in nuclear uh, d- development. We have uh, the, the wherewithal in Knoxville. We've got a nuclear engineering department at the university. We've got leadership at the Tennessee Valley Authority. We've got nuclear security complex in Oak Ridge. And we had a World's Fair themed on what, Brian? Energy. Energy. So we can lead the world in, in the responsible harnessing of the atom to provide civilizational power for human beings who are trying to live their lives and stay cool in the summer and warm in the, in the winter. And, and so that's my, that's uh, not, a, that's just one example of the sort of thing that the mayor of Knoxville can play a real leadership role to recruit the talent, the human capital to have, uh, to have leadership in that. But there's many other examples. There's exotic science coming out of the, uh, out of the laboratory. I just heard last night about a very cool project at Cherokee Farms in partnership with Volkswagen. I mean, we're, we're on the verge of world-class stuff all around us, and we need to get people excited about that. The prosperity train is leaving the station every minute on the minute, and so we need people engaged and paying attention. And that's really important because, as I mentioned earlier, the people flood into this part of the world. Uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on, on housing and the cost of housing, so we need people to be more productive. We need them to be more economically literate. We need for them to engage in ways so that they can be uh, uh, beneficiaries in the larger prosperity of Knoxville. Absolutely. Well, folks can find you at Tallman for Mayor. That's T-A-L-M-A-N-F-O-R, Mayor, M-A-Y-O-R.com. Also, they can find you on um, Facebook and Instagram with Tallman for Mayor. Um, And so early vote, as we said, starts... Uh, we're recording this on um, Tuesday, August the 8th. It starts tomorrow, Wednesday, August the 9th, runs through the 24th uh, at uh, several locations around downtown. 
uh, or around the city, downtown west, Eternal Life Harvest Center over on the east side, Expo Center over on um, uh, over on Clinton Highway, New Harvest Park out off of uh, Washington Pike, and then, of course, the city-county building. Uh, and uh, I think Meridian Baptist Church is in there as well uh, out in South Knoxville. So lots of places for people to go early vote. Primary election is on uh, August 29th <clears throat> um, at, at your precinct locations. So I'll give you the last uh, minute or so to, uh, to ask folks for their vote. And any last things you want to say, Jeff, and I appreciate you being on the Brian Hornback Experience. I appreciate your interest, Brian, and I would just say uh, we're here to deputize people to saddle up and ride with us. The Volunteer Nation is a real thing. We think it's precious. It's real. We're going to honor it, and, and I'm going to challenge uh, the good volunteers in this part of the world. The world needs us in, in ways we don't even fully appreciate, so uh, we're going to unleash pride of place uh, for our community. We love our neighbors, and uh, we're going to take Knoxville to a level that a lot of people are not even anticipating, so Get ready. We're, we're, we love our community. And uh, TallmanForMayor.com is my, my web address. Uh, my my, uh, uh, my, uh, my toll-free operators are waiting if anybody has any thoughts or concerns or questions about uh, the direction we're going to take our city. That's right. So people can uh, go there. They can get information. Uh, you can subscribe to Jeff's uh, email. He put out an email, uh, I believe, yesterday uh, saying it's showtime. Uh, so you can subscribe to his uh, email there. You can also make uh, m uh, contributions there. And uh, as Jeff said, all all information about the campaign is at Tallman for Mayor. And uh, Jeff, again, thanks for being on. And we will be talking to you again real soon, friend. Th thanks for your work. Thanks for your interest. Thank you, sir. Have a great night.